I think that's part of what we do here at New Tech the best is we just really make learning real. You're listening to the Impulse Forum, where imagination, education, and inspiration meet to create enterprise. All right, well, welcome again to another episode of the Impulse Forum. I'm the Impulse Director and your host, Kevin Colton. I'm here again with Mr. Oliver, and we're live on location. That's what I want to say. And today, in, in Mr. Oliver's podcast studio. Yeah. Right, should, it is yeah. in his audio recording studio. That's right. Closet. Hey. Today, we're doing something unique and new. We are on location in Mr. Oliver's design and... What did we call Design, it? Design, Media, and Visual Arts. Class. And we're actually going to be interviewing students today, uh, handpicked by Mr. Oliver himself. So uh, we are going to uh, interview them and talk about their passion and what they're doing and uh, people who are pursuing the pulse now in high school. And so um, our first guest, I'm actually going to have Mr. Oliver set up our first guest. So this is Max Martin. Max Martin is a senior who's been in my program for three years now. Um, he excels particularly well in filmmaking and photography. So um, Max is always quick to to bust out the cameras and create really cool films, short films, um, with an emphasis on being a filmmaker, and then also his photography skills and lighting skills. He's been doing senior portraits for a number of our seniors this year for the yearbook. So it's been great. This is Max Martin. Welcome, Max. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so uh, photography, videography, those are your interests, obviously. Um, so what? how did you get started with that? What? How old were you when this became an interest of you? And tell us about yourself. Ooh, that's, I'd have to say about maybe five, four. Really? Yes. Okay, I so it goes back a ways. Yeah, I've, I've been watching movies since I was, uh, since I can remember. And ever since I started watching movies, I've always wanted to make them, of course. I think that everybody who watches a movie, you know, wants to make one, you know. You get the feeling that, uh, how do I put this? Anybody that watches a movie, you feel like... (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) What was your first movie that you remember where you were like, where where that you had that, you know, when when you're having that experience? What was the movie? First movie that I really that really made me want to make movies was probably, oh, that's a toughie. Uh, I'd have to say it was either Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or... So Spielberg. Yes, or one of the James Bond movies, because I ate those up when I was a kid. They were always on TV, and I would would scroll through all the channels until I found, you know, 007 or Indiana Jones or something like that. Interesting. One of those classics. And I remember when I was a kid, I would make these little Lego animations frame by frame of these little Lego characters, and I would always set them to, you know, the James Bond theme or the Indiana Jones theme. So you actually incorporated these... music in your video. <laughs> and, and All right. So... These little Lego guys moving around. Or Well, I say I incorporated it. I would play it at the same time as I watched it. Oh, live. It. Yes, because... Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, I... how old were you when you started doing that? Oh, I don't know. I was probably about eight. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I used my dad's old camcorder. I did not actually have any of the software necessary to make a stop-motion video, so I just flipped through the pictures and played the little music next to me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, when did you start incorporating your friends? Did you ever do live-action flicks yourself? Oh, yeah, 
When I was, uh, ooh, I'd have to say maybe 10, 12, somewhere around there. Uh, it was before middle school. I know that. I would, okay. I had my dad's iPhone 4, and I got this app that let you put explosions and smoke effects and sparks, and I was in love. I was enthralled. I would get my friends, and I would make these, I would make these cardboard guns by cutting them out out of cardboard, and I would draw the little symbols and stuff on them, and super cool. And we would make these fight scenes, and I'd make them with my dad, too, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Or we would use Nerf guns or, you know, whatever we had lying around. Yeah, it was, we made a lot of them. <laughs> I would always go over to my friend's house and be like, hey, let's go make a movie in my house real quick, five minutes, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Take dude. an hour, but... I'm thinking on the spot we've got to connect him with Jack Motter. Yeah. Because <laughs> one of our things is engage your community. And we have a community right here. His brother is a filmmaker. Yeah, and actually. He's, maybe can I, yeah, can yeah, I, I share a little so. bit? Yes. Yeah. So my name's Tim. I record yeah. the podcast. Yep. Um, so, our producer, Tim Motter. Yeah, yeah. But I have my younger brother who's he's 22 now. Um, he started out with Legos, actually, uh -huh. just like you. So that was where he um, it, he was super into Legos. And then that turned into making stop motion videos like on an iP on mom's iPad, you know, yeah. like, like just using what you had. So him and him and a friend were actually super into that. And so he got super creative with that. And the Legos turned into like, what can I make to tell a story? And then like doing the stop motion thing. And that turned into a photography interest and, and a filmmaking interest. Mm -hmm. And then that quickly, he like just the guy didn't wasn't even going to school. I mean, he was in high school, and he's just always on YouTube, like, looking, like, learning about cameras, learning about video, just whatever he can get his hands on, and learning the tech and, and the creative side as well. Um, I just, I'm just hearing a lot of similarities in, like, your passion and stuff and my brother, so I, I'd like, I mean, it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, shout out to Jack Motter. Who's, shout out to Jack Motter. Where's, what school is he at, and isn't he working on a Netflix so, production or something uh, like that? He's, he's now living in Northridge, going to Cal State Northridge. Yeah, Cal State University Northridge. Um, he's a cinematography major there, and uh, yeah, he's loving it. And he's already working on sets, like in the industry. Yeah, doing I don't know what he's doing. It can happen really quick. But yeah, no, he's 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 not like a cinematography on sets, but he's doing like lighting, just electrical. There's so many jobs, and he's he's loving oh, yeah. it. But he gets to be creative, and he's and he's doing that. But even before he went to college, he he was getting jobs like for churches making. Promo videos. A lot of local and, opportunities. Yes, yeah, so many looking. local yeah. opportunities. And the guy was like, yeah, that became kind of a business for him. He was working at like Blaze Pizza and had to quit Blaze Pizza because he had so much video work. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, take that as an inspiration. Like there's yeah. so much around here for video and um, and there's so much opportunity ah. um, in colleges to just learn and, and do something with it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great day when you get to quit your restaurant job to go become an artist because – the demand is there. You can yeah. all of a sudden pay your bills with your art. It's a it's a great day when that moment happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Been there. Okay, got to so get what the are restaurant. So what are you? Okay, so uh, I want to get the restaurant job first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a senior. You're about to graduate. Uh, at at some point, uh, like just quickly take us through. Like you go to junior high, high school. How does this class and how the classes that you've taken? Like what was your pathway that way? How did that work out? This class changed my whole perspective. It basically, it showed me that I know absolutely nothing about filmmaking or photography. And that was the big important thing for me because I 
came in in freshman year and I had my little Canon XI power shot, which was this little tiny point shoot camera I got for my birthday. Thanks, mom. And I thought I was the I thought I was the bomb. I was taking pictures of the moon. I was taking pictures of street signs and sidewalks and my dog and my little brother. I thought I was amazing. And then sophomore year rolls around and I come into digital media arts and boom, you've got these cameras that are like four times the size of mine shoot hundreds of feet away and are just incredible. And I I was just amazed because I, I, I mean, I understood that there were more expensive cameras than mine and that they were more, you know, they were more powerful and they had more opportunities and abilities, but I never understood that that was that much better, that by giving, getting the, your hands on this stuff, you open up so many different opportunities. Like, I never even heard of depth of field before I went into sophomore year. It was, yeah. So... So was this your first media class that you took? Three beginning three years ago, I think he said, or something like that. Yeah. Yes, uh, freshman year, you don't take any electives, or rather, your electives are chosen for you. You take Spanish and research communications. That gets all your basically all the requirements out of the way. So you get all that done freshman year, and then you're free to pick sophomore year. And so you have to start this class sophomore year. Can't do it freshman year. Okay. But what if I could? So. How has this class equipped you? Like, what have what kind of things have you learned in this class? <sighs> the the number one thing that I've learned in this class, and the most important thing I've learned about photography and filmmaking in general, I didn't learn in this classroom. I learned it out there, and it was that everything is always going to go wrong. Mm. It's Murphy's law to its highest extent. If you don't plan for something, it's going to get messed up, thrown out of whack, all sorts of stuff. Okay. For example, there was this one shoot that I did for a movie uh, I made called Hotline, and my lead actor didn't show up. <laughs> and so I, the director, and hopefully the cameraman had to play the lead role because nobody else had understood the script successfully enough to play the role that I was trying to put on screen. And so I had to train different people on set I had to train my makeup artists later to hold the camera and how to use the lens, and it, it was a nightmare, but it was, it was amazing. And so that, that's the biggest thing I think this class has taught me, which is be prepared for everything, plan as much as you can, and know that something is always going to go wrong. It's never, ever going to be perfect. So what are your plans for the future? What, what's happening after you graduate here? That is an excellent question. I'd like to know that myself. I, I am planning to go to college. I've applied to UCLA and Berkeley and a couple other REACH colleges. So my plan right now is that if I get into one of those, great, I'm going to those. But what the far more likely scenario is that I go to Cuesta for well, two years. Well, it worked really well for your teacher. Mr. Yeah. Oliver said you know, he absorbed everything that they had back in the day, and I imagine they're even more equipped now. Yeah, so that's 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 a good option. So, uh, and just one one probably final question here. Let's see, one final question. Um, you have a few more months before you. Go. What are something? What's something that you are feeling like um, you want to learn before this opportunity closes? Is there anything that you feel like oh, I got, I got to get this accomplished before I uh, 
graduate high school, you've you, you've come up with some really um, interesting ideas yourself. Like, you know, why don't you do all the photography for the um, senior portraits? That's a pretty big. Uh, you know, is there anything left? Well, as far as what you want to accomplish, there's two big things right now for me, and well, three big things actually. So there's three big things right now for me, and that's product photography for dire lights, the CSI project, and my senior defense. So dire lights is the candle business at NewTek, and they need photos for their website. So I've been learning how to successfully light product photos of something that's made out of glass, which is kind of tough to do. And we've been working on that during dire lights periods, and it's been hit and miss so far. So figuring out how to you know, how to put objects nicely in a scene on a little table and get the right angles and all that for a website to make it look look not too artistic but interesting. It's a tough balance to strike, and that's what I've been trying to do with Dire Lights. But the one that I'm really looking forward to is the CSI project. So in freshman year in RNC, we make a video in collaboration with our iBuy we make a video in collaboration with our biology class where in our biology class, the teacher, a horrible crime occurs and there's this crime scene laid out across part of the classroom and the students have to solve it. And in RNC, they create a video presenting their solution in the form of a dramatic short film or trailer. And usually you see, you know, a lot of leather jackets and aviators and stuff. It's pretty fun. But this year, Mr. Otano has given me the opportunity to run that project and try to apply some of the filmmaking knowledge that I've learned and gained over the past couple of years to the freshman class and try to pass it on to them. That's great. That's great. Thank you. Well, Max, thanks for coming in, and it's great to interview. It's great to get to know you. I appreciate all the the uh, all the ideas that you had as far as critiquing critiquing my business and my uh, <laughs> podcast and everything. We took it to heart and we really appreciate your insight and yeah. And thanks for coming to being on the Impulse Forum today. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm excited to see where you guys go with this. All right. Thank you. All right. So our next student, Mr. Oliver, is going to introduce. This is Sophia Martino. Um, I got to know her older brother, Sam, one of my students. Um but when Sophia came on my radar, she had won a pretty good screenwriting award around here. Um, and so it was like, ooh, I want that student in my class to make films. So I, if I remember approaching you on campus somewhere just like, hey, what are you taking my class? Um, and then um, I just had the amazing pleasure of having you in the class for two and a half years now. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, she's passionate about film. So we always get to talk about film. And it's been really fun watching her putting her screenwriting talents into making her own films now. So instead of just writing the screenplay, actually, you know, filming, directing, all the things that I think are really important skills for a screenwriter to understand. If you could understand how the process works, it would be a lot easier for you to work with directors in the future. Um, so, yeah, this is Sophia, one of our star students. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the program. Thank um, you. So... Um, I really appreciated your feedback mm-hmm. when we were evaluating, uh, you know, the website and everything like that. You had some good value. So, well, tell us about how you got into, you know, your passion filmmaking. How tell us a little? How old were you when you first? Yeah, t- took it up and 
Um, so I remember I was actually born in Wisconsin. So I lived in Wisconsin for 10 years of my life. Um, when my brother and I were little, we were, he, we were always both so creative together. And um, one of the things that we did a lot, um, it was like right when it was like 2007 when the first iPad, first generation iPad came out. And there was... Um, a like stop motion app that we had. And, How old were you then? Oh then? my goodness, I was about like, I think I was like four or five. Oh wow. Um, so I, um, we had my my brother would always have a camcorder. My brother is super tech oriented. Um, he wants to go into like computer programming, and so I've always been around computers just because of my brother. And he's what's had, your brother's name? His name is Sam. Yeah, he was here. He was a graduate of 2020. So okay. Yeah, he pandemic pandemic graduate before kid, yeah. um, but he's awesome. He. Um, when we were kids, we would always, like, make our own movies and shows together. And we had this one, like, that we would, like, it was, like, a reoccurring thing of, like, ha-ha-ha TV. And that was, like, something that we would do. Um, and we would always just, like, make sketches. And it was, like, a late-night talk show together. And we were always, we would always be so creative. And one of the things that we both loved to do together was stop motion. And so we would always love to tell a story through stop motion. And um, I had, like, Littlest Pet Shops or Barbies or whatever. And we would always use those as, like, our little characters. And, like, I don't even think we would ever, like, plan out what we wanted to do. We would just kind of like do it as we were going and um like now I'm I'm old and I'm about to go to, off to college and we get to rewatch those those things and um we just kind of get to relive those moments and um when I was little and kind of realizing that writing or doing stuff like that was awesome and fun um I was uh I was like an ex or advanced or accelerated writer when I was in uh, first or second grade and so I would take those advanced writing classes and we would like it would be like um I forget like the gifted kids mm -hmm. I was in that for second grade and that was only my second grade year but I would take advanced writing courses um over summer school and stuff like that and then um I didn't even realize honestly that film was something that I could get into until I moved out here um because of my brother going to new tech he's he went to school with someone who was a voice actor and did jake and the never jake and the neverland pirates you know so there there were real connections and i didn't even realize that that was a thing that you could do was have those real world connections um at such a in such a setting and so moving to california um was such a blessing in disguise and um even to do my passions now as it is, even though it's on a very small scale, to still be able to do it today. Like, I'm so incredibly grateful for, like, where how far I've come. Absolutely. So you are writing in second grade. You've got a passion for that. And then filmmaking, are you actually working behind the camera or are you writing scripts? Yeah, so at the beginning, I was just writing scripts. I, I used to write a lot of short stories when I was little. Okay. And that was, like, where they kind of saw my, I guess, talent with, um, writing and I didn't realize that screenwriting was a thing. Um, the Central Coast Writers Conference is a local um, conference that they hold every year. Terry Barrios is the chair, I believe. I'm not sure if she does it anymore. Um, but she, um, w there was the first year ever and they had done a teen. I, I went, I think, like uh, two years in a row and then they'd finally introduced this thing. So my third year of attending the Central Coast Writers Conference, they had a um, teen screenwriting competition and um, Ricky Roxbury, who works at Disney and has done a, a multitude of great things. So working with Tangled, the animated series and Big Hero 6, the animated series and all those things, as well as writing a, uh, a screenplay of his own and having his movie made into, it was like an animated holiday film. I forget the name. Um, but he taught this class and it was talking about how to write a screenplay and kind of at the end they're like, and now you get to put your talents to use and you can write a screenplay. Um, I think it was something like 10 pages or something like that. And, um, 
write a screenplay and it'll get chosen. It'll be made into a film and uh, be shown at the Seoul Film Festival. Wow. And so I think I like sat around and I just kind of looked at everybody and I was like, I think I just have to do this. Like, I just think that I have to for myself. And um, so this was my freshman year that this was happening and it was in September. So very early on in my freshman year. And um, I just remember no matter what I was doing, I was writing. So if I was in class, I would finish all my work super, super early and then write. And um, I think I finished it minutes. I think the day it was due, minutes before the deadline, I submitted it and I sent it in. And I was like, hey, sorry if this is late. Like it was like six o'clock at night. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I got a call um, a couple weeks later and they're like, hey, is this Sophia? And I was like, yeah, speaking. And I, I, my mom has always taught me like manners like that to be, to always be like, yes, this is her, this is she. Um, and so she was like, oh, well, we would like to let you know that you're a finalist in this competition. And I like burst out into tears. And I was like, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as soon as I like hung up the phone, I was so like excited. Um, I, I like when my dad, I think I was still like talking to him at the time. And he said like, oh, well, I want to see you like walk the red carpet. And I called him and I was like, well, that red carpet, it might come sooner than you think which yeah, was such a cool awesome. moment yeah. yeah and then my mom was in bed and I already was like pounding on the door and I was like I'm a finalist I'm a finalist like open the door and I was just so excited and then of course I got the calls it was I was in between me and one other person and then I was um grateful enough to be chosen um for that and the uh yeah the screenwriting really came or like very recently screenwriting was something that came recently but I'm so glad that it did because of all the things that I've been able to do, for sure. That was a long-winded answer. No, that's great. That's great. Actually, it was great. So when did you start taking this class? Your sophomore year? Yes, yeah. So okay. you um, just because of how new tech works, you can't take um, any elective courses your freshman year because you take research and communications instead. And so we introduce kind of the CTE um, career technical what is it? I'm so sorry. Career technical education. education. Yes, that was the last one. So career technical education pathways. Um, they introduced that to us our sophomore year. And I already knew. It's so funny that Mr. Oliver says that about like, oh, he wants me in my classes. Like, I wanted to be in his class. Like even when I, I would see him around campus and I just like, oh, I want to be involved in that. Like it's just a chance to do everything that I've always wanted to do in a class. So I very much admire this class for sure. So what's one of the biggest takeaways in your years here that you've that you've learned the most? Ooh, good question. I would say just, I've done a lot of work for other people. And I was actually just talking to a friend who you're going to be interviewing in a second. He was talking about how like he has been doing a lot of work for other people and not so much himself. And so it's been, uh, I've, a lot of the work that I've done in this class has been for other people, other companies. I'm so grateful for all of that, but it's been only like recently and if few and far between that I've been able to make projects for myself and so I made this one short film and it was my most recent short film I just made it and it was I just presented it like a couple like literally I think last week and it was bad like it wasn't the best um and I just um like I didn't even care I was like you know what I'm just glad that I made something for myself because I've worked with I've done so many things for other people and those turn out great but just even to be able to have the opportunity to make something for myself and just to tell a story like that was really what mattered to me. I don't even care that it was, you know, not my best work. And I know that and I can just take it and move on and do my next piece. But I think the thing that I, the best takeaway that I could give is just like, do, do your work for yourself and people will see that. Like write for yourself and people will see that. And when you present it to an audience, they'll see that it has that passion and that, and it matters more to tell it you're kind of telling it to yourself rather than telling it to the audience. And so that would be my biggest thing that I would say. 
I think it's a, a good reminder for all artists, though, is like you can't really succeed until you've learned how to fail. Right. And by creating yeah, something, like you'll never get better if you're not creating work that you're not proud of. And hopefully yeah. you could get you can find that fine line between being disappointed in your work and being inspired by that work to be like, oh, I want to be better and I want to – but learn from your mistakes and apply them. You're never going to get good at it unless you know how to do that. Exactly. Songwriting is very similar. Mm-hmm. It, uh, whether it's lyrics or the m- melody, it's like it's the first couple of songs you're going, uh, but it's just you have to get it out. And and the more you do it, the more you figure out how to do it. So, what what are your plans for the future um, after so, you graduate? Yes, my brother. He, I'm always. My mom is always gets so angry that I compare myself to my brother all the time. But my brother didn't. He's just four year college was not kind of his plan. But I think I've known from a really early age that I've always wanted to go to a four year right away. And so um, I've of course like as backup plans, I've applied to Cuesta and Hancock as well to um, continue my studies in case um, I don't get accepted into any four year. But my goal was to of course go to a four year and then study communications or journalism. I'm actually very much inspired by my grandfather who was a journalist. Um, who worked for the Washington Post and was a really big journalist in my town um, to do what he does and um, and also minor in like cinema and media studies as well. Oh. And so ask this to the last student. I think it's a good question to make you think. Mm-hmm. You've got just a couple of months left. <laughs> Is there anything you want to accomplish or feel like? <laughs> He's laughing because he knows exactly what I'm about not to say. So, oh, yes, so many things, absolutely. What do you want to do before you graduate? Oh, man, so many things. In terms of, like, a film goal, I definitely want to make more short films before I graduate, at least one one more, um, and wor- learn from my past mistakes, but also, like Mr. Oliver was saying, like, be inspired by it and um, definitely write. And I have so many plans. This, this class is amazing. Cause I just like, Oh, what if I do this today? And he's like, yeah. And, I was, and then I just do it. And I really love, I love graphic design. And so doing some more graphic design projects for sure. I think if I could give myself one goal to do, I would really want to write a script before the end of the year. Just like one script. It doesn't, it wouldn't have to be a long film, just a short film or something. Just write a script for it. So you do graphic design. That, okay, so that was when, when we were talking about graphic design and branding and everything like that. Like you bring some, you're very sophisticated for your age as far as your insight into into that. So, which is a whole different thing than screenwriting and playing. So interesting. So yeah, so you've done a lot of graphic design work and logos and things like that. Yeah, um, we, so... Like a lot of my projects are actually intertwined with new tech um, in that way. So for my freshman year, we had a World War One project and we were designed to like uh, we have to create curate a museum exhibit and kind of like I know I'm trying to check the time, too. Um, so we're trying to we had to curate an exhibit and kind of like go off of um, learn a specific topic about World War One, because not very many people know about World War One in general. And so we're trying to teach them about a topic in my I believe my team was like women and kind of just learning about what the women's role was in World War One, And so I was in charge of kind of creating those little um, tickets for you see for those little artifacts. So I was in charge of creating like what it looked like and all that stuff. And um, 
I for, I'm blanking on her name, but I have her name in my notes, my notes app on my phone. Um, but she was a museum curator for Cal Poly at the library. And so she actually helped us that year. And there was one thing that she said to me and she goes, oh, wow, you have a really good passion for graphic design. And like, I wrote it down in my notes. I made sure that it was there because I was like, I need to remember that something, someone complimented me on this. Um, and so I was really proud of my work. And ever since then, I've always been like really interested in like doing work for ASB, like creating little cards or doing this, that the other trying to find ways that I can use my graphic design passion and put it into other things for sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the goals of my class is to kind of create well-rounded students. I believe graphic design will help a filmmaker. I believe photography and lighting will help any filmmaker or even a graphic designer. So just having a base in all of those things is super important to me. Um, instead, I, I, my kids get the, once they finish the first year, they get to come back their second and third year and create their own work. Hopefully they have their own passion and they can follow that and apply what they, the skills they've learned in my class to whatever they want to do in the future. So I try to give them the freedom to be able to, you know, run, run with their passions. And, and that, that makes the best students in the best. And my class is chaotic because of it, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's a really good class. <laughs> Well, Sophie Martino, thank you so much for coming in. What a great interview. Just glad to um, just glad to get to know you better and to hear your story and looking forward to record the, uh, the intro with yes, you. Yes, of course. Well, thank you guys so much. At this time, we'd like to welcome our new monthly mentor sponsor, Dr. John Pruitt with Pruitt Vision in Grover Beach and the Vision Center of Santa Maria. I've been a patient of Dr. Pruitt for years. Since 2003, I've never been disappointed. His staff is always kind and helpful, and they always steer me in the right direction, picking out the best frames. Book your next eye appointment with the good doctor at PruittVisionCare.com. That's PruittVisionCare.com. We're here with Laszlo Estes, and who is he, Mr. Oliver? All right, so Laszlo... um, one of my favorite students as far as like, I don't even have to give Laszlo assignments anymore. I literally just ask, hey, what's up? And he's just going to tell me whatever 17 projects he's working on at this exact moment. Um, he's in our EASB and he's in charge of the, the media department of the ASB here. So he runs a crew of five to 15 students, it seems like at any point, wow. where he'll come in and train them how to use the studio, how to you know do our bulletins. He, he films our bulletins. He does a lot of promo videos. Um, I've had him on some commercial projects now. He's doing another shoot for Keller Williams in a couple weeks, Um, a video shoot where he's producing videos for them and then getting them up on Instagram before the event's over. So, um, yeah, it's like, as I said, my favorite favorite student is one I don't have to give assignments to that are self-motivated. They run their own things. Um, He came up with a character during the pandemic, um, hazmat suit dude, and it was hilarious. and I think that kind of sparked this, like, I think that was when he kind of, well, I, I shouldn't take that away from him because no, that was probably his spark for, like, falling in love with the video production side of it. And so um, I'm thinking he's getting some really good commercial skills out of this class. And whether he decides to go off and make his own films or do video production work for somebody else, um, I think he's got a good set of tools for that. So, But I, I can't steal your answers, so. Thank you. Um, Is that a good know? Yeah. Intro? Yeah, that's good. Right. So what, I hate saying nice things about Laszlo. But it's hard. <laughs> so what what grade you junior? I'm a junior, yes. You left him hanging, dude. I know. <laughs> um so you're a junior. Yes. Uh you've so this is your second year? Uh this is with the, in this mm, class or did yeah, you work with him before yeah. that? Some other okay, yeah. 
I don't think I was involved in freshman year at all. I did. Uh, I did. Things some. are so weird with this pandemic yeah. and the school well, right, closure. Because you guys were either I online. I can swear fully. I had you in class for. Oh, I the- helped. Uh, I helped uh, my other classmates uh, with some other promotional videos. Uh, That's and, right. And, you were and, in here helping Evan and Ramsey uh, for hysterical artists. His, yeah. for doing HA promos. That's so. He's been in my class for three years, but he hasn't taken my class for three years. So he ah. would come in. Mm-hmm. And, and that also, I think, helps, you know, with the video. Like, he already had an interest in making videos, so he was making videos as a freshman in my class. So I will always invite non-students to come in. If they have a, We have a kid named Jeremy here who's a, a budding star Wonderful in this kid. field. Um, and he's always like, can I do this? Can I do this? I'm like, heck yeah, give him a camera, send him out. Um, so I'm never going to turn down a student that wants to learn or is interested in this side. So, yeah, that's why I felt like I've known you for longer than the two. Feels weird. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't, you know, we didn't get to know our students as well. That was the one thing is we were disconnected from students for that year. So we had students that were online and we would talk to, and he was one of the students that always had camera on and is always participating. But still that connection is not the same as one that you would get with an in-person, in-class situation. Um, so I, I feel like I've known you way longer than, you know, the, the two years you've been in my class, but that makes, that's, that's how it worked. Okay, so passion for filmmaking. How long have you been interested in this? Well, uh, if I could remember back in fourth grade, uh, I was in the production of uh, Beauty and the Beast. I was doing the tech behind it, but the show actually got canceled. I was kind of sad because I I enjoyed it. That was my first time ever, you know, acting, ever like getting out of my comfort uh, zone. But um, then... A local, uh, local? Yeah, this was my elementary school. Uh, oh, okay. Dana elementary okay. is... Yeah. I was, or Dana, okay. I was bummed out, but, you know, uh, people didn't show up, and that makes sense. My <laughs> first thing that got me into, like, the tech side, uh, I actually did robotics in sixth grade. Um, I remember we uh, we won our division, and uh, we went to state. We got second. We were able to go to Worlds, but we didn't have enough funds. But I was so – I had so much fun programming and so much fun uh, building the robots and just having fun with people. And it was just a great time, and I wished I could have continued it. But uh, in eighth grade, our um, at Mesa Middle School, we had a, a project that was create a video for. Um, uh, we were doing a history project. I totally forget what it was, but I remember vividly that I had so much fun creating this whole project and this whole video skit idea, and. From there, I realized, hmm, maybe I could, you know, do something with this. Uh, fast forward, you know, a couple of years, uh, COVID happens. And I was really bummed out because uh, even before I met or I was in Oliver's class, I knew Oliver because of uh, one, my friends, of course. And I was super excited to get into your class, but then COVID happened and I was really bummed out. But uh, I was thankful enough to, you know, uh, I found out that I really enjoyed what you were teaching me and... Uh, I wanted to pursue it and, you know, look at me now. I'm doing all the things Oliver's told me I'm doing. <laughs> that was one of the, uh, I think my class really lent itself well to uh, distance learning, um, but I really catered it to kind of like the, the, the ultimate online college class. I hate online college education. Online college classes have been – I've taken a hundred of them and I hate them. Um, and I wanted to redesign what I think that should feel like and – I feel like my curriculum was pretty solid through there. I felt like it was real. Um, the kids got a good experience. If they bought into it, they really got a lot out of it. And it also taught me how to teach better because then I started taking the technology out of it and started like with filmmaking, started telling me a story more so than – and so, yeah, I think it actually kind of worked even though we'd had the disconnect. 
there was still some, I think, real learning in there. And and I feel like I was very fortunate to have a computer that, or a laptop in this case, that could run uh, uh, Premiere and uh, Photoshop and all that stuff. Because uh, in improv, I thought of the idea of the hazmat suit. And uh, that led me to loving the idea of creating, you know, a video and filming or like being the actor or just editing. I just fell in love with editing, editing uh, my uh, hazmat suits. So, and the only student I've ever allowed to use the song "I Would Walk 500 Miles" by the Proclaimers <laughs> in a video. Yeah, it's typically on the band list, <laughs> as in B A N N E D. Right. <laughs> uh, so, that sounds classic. All right. So, uh, what are your plans for the future? What, what's happening? Oh, you're here for another year. Well, so you're thankfully, I'm here for another year. Yeah, yeah which I'm very thankful for that I found something I wanted to do at an early age so I could focus on it next year. Uh, next year, I'm hoping that I can uh, pursue it more, you know, take more opportunity Oliver, uh, Mr. Oliver is giving me and, you know, just do more because uh, right now I'm handling a lot with all these skits and school and, you know, I'm also in uh, improv. I'm also doing uh, drama. I, I was in football, you know. Uh, for a small time, I got injured and then I stopped playing. But uh, it was hard to handle and juggle all these obstacles. But now, since I know what I want to pursue, uh, next year I'm going to figure out how I could uh, expand and focus on that. And I think uh, to start off with that, I'm going to make a business. I'm going to make a business that involves me. Uh, that whew, I'm going to make a business... And I'm just gonna have a website, and it's gonna allow you know other people to reach out to me and say, "Hey, I need this video to be edited. Here are the clips. I'll take it. I'll edit them." And you know, I think that's a good place to start. Uh, but I have a whole another year to figure out, which is so awesome and wonderful. And I'm thankful I have this opportunity. Well, Laszlo, great to have you come in. Uh, great to meet you. Great interview, man. Thank good, you so much for yeah. inviting me. Absolutely. So this is Ram Ramsey McIntosh. So tell us about Ramsey, Mr. Oliver. Um, so Ramsey's been in my class for three years now. Um, he was the student that Lazo was talking about that Lazo would come in to help Ramsey on the hysterical artist video. So Ramsey's a longstanding member of our hysterical artist troupe. And his sophomore year, once again, that whole idea of like I let students kind of take their passions and run them into projects, he was doing promotions for hysterical artists improv troupe as part of my class's digital. So he would like take my project and just kind of customize it to fit his hysterical artist needs. So he'd doing posters and, and videos and stuff. So and that was, I think when you kind of found that you kind of enjoyed working with video was through those projects. So video and photography. So video and photography. Yeah. Yeah. He's been doing, um, so he did the playbill for the last, uh, Napomo theater company production. So he brought all of the actors into the studio um, did the headshots for the playbill um, professionally? They, you know, let per let lit perfectly. Um, and I believe you're going to be doing that for our upcoming show, Man on Boats, yeah. Men on Boats, um, which is going to be a really cool production. So yeah, um, my class kind of works as the media outlet or the media agency for the Napomo Theater Company. So they come to us with for all their photography needs. We will photograph um, dress rehearsals, but help them promote the show, make posters and whatever it needs that they do for their their oh, media that's, design that's agency. So, wow. To get that kind of real media experience. So tell us about how long you've been passionate about filmmaking or photography. How long you've been 
What was your first memory? Uh, my first memory of like enjoying theater and like really enjoying the kind of like seeing film and how it can be used to its advantage was in, for me, it'd either be Godfather or Star Wars when I was like eight or eight or six. That's when I came to appreciate it. But to really have a passion to want to do, be a part of it myself didn't come until I was in this class, like Java was saying, when I started doing hysterical artist videos. One of my earliest videos was uh, cleverly named Historical Artists. We were doing a history-themed uh, show. And almost the entire skit was um, a, a thought from me, which, of course, was been built on by my fellow improvers. But the general idea was came from me and the... I helped with the camera setting, lighting, all that. And I just, from there, I just kept going up. With that what was I've your been sophomore doing. year? That was my sophomore year. And I mean, I was senior. So, all right. So, uh, what are some of the things you've learned in this class? Not just uh, the technical side, but like maybe some, like, what, what are the takeaways? Um, probably one of my biggest takeaways I've taken from this class definitely has to come from an event that I did this year. Uh Last semester, um, fall 2021, um, we had an event called Salon Night. And Salon Night is a, an event run by juniors. It's this political event. It's really interesting, really cool. And me, Oliver, and three other classmates, we were in charge of doing the live stream for that event. And that doing that live stream taught me that even if absolutely everything goes wrong, you still have to do your job, which is exactly what happened. Absolutely everything went wrong. Things weren't charged. We weren't connecting to Wi-Fi. Uh, we couldn't get video. A monitor just wasn't working. The soundboard was not connecting for whatever reason. Still don't know why. Uh, so many things went wrong. We couldn't even get the stream started until 30 minutes later when we said we would. But um, we still banded together and we said we're doing this and we got it done. And this is your senior year. This is my senior year. This event, yeah. So, uh, what's what's in your future after you graduate? What are your plans? After I graduate, I plan on going into community college. Uh, I still want to pursue my editing, uh, photographing. It's it's sadly going to be kind of on the back burner a bit for me because my uh, major is going to be in computer science. But I still plan on taking the skills that I've learned via either the programs that uh, Mr. Oliver has taught us or just the general life skills that his class has shown me, at least, how to get through school. All right. So you have just a few more months uh, to go. What do you want to do, do before you graduate here? Got any plan? What are, what are your main goals? Do before I graduate? Well— Something I've already been starting to work on is um, I started to work on getting the – so every every week we do uh, a bulletin and um, I'm working on making a backlog of different intros. So that way um, every, every so often they can change up the intro so every, every bulletin feels fresh and new. Um, and I also – hopefully can make a template for future people who want to do that what uh what i've been doing for the bulletin um so that they can make their own do it their own way if they want to do it their own way or specific way and that's for digital media but i'm also in the theater program and um 
one thing I want to do before I graduate is get my name and picture up on the wall. I don't know if you've seen it, but it, over at Napomo. Over at Napomo, there's a. Oh, yeah, two of my kids are on there. Wall. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Noah and Abby Colton. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're all we were in drama for years and years over there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, uh, God bless that uh, your plans and and get. Uh, that's exciting, man. Well, thanks for coming in. That was a really quick interview, but we we're really stoked yeah. to meet you and Ramsey Macintosh. Macintosh, yeah, yes. great to great to meet you, man. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. So, Mr. Oliver, you we we talked a little bit about getting involved with nonprofits and everything. Make another appeal to uh, businesses or local community coming and engaging with you, and then also because we're going to use this to promote the school. Obviously, your team yeah. there. So, what would you want to say to get more oh, students perfect. here, <laughs> like get more people to bring right. those students here? Yeah. So, um, at Central Coast New Tech High, we're really trying to create an environment um, for our students to get real world learning skills. And as part of my class, I'm constantly trying to bring in. Um, outside agencies that my students could work for. So if you have a nonprofit, um, a charity, or even a, you know, a commercial business that needs help with design or wants to give students a chance at that, um, every single thing I could get my kids doing in that regard is an experience for them. And whether they decide to go into this future in the future or not, if they decide to open up their own business, these will all be skills that will help them out a lot. Or even if it helps them rule out that this might not be the field for them. I think these are great learning experiences. So, yeah, I think that's part of what we do here at New Tech the best is we just really make learning real. We try to really let the kids understand um, how it's relevant to their lives. Um, We're constantly designing programs and um, assignments, um, sorry, projects and assignments to, like, really connect them into their local community and so that they feel connected to it. one of the greatest things about our school is we do a survey every year and we had a 98% satisfaction rate with students where they were just like happy with their education, happy with their teachers. They Very felt unusual. connected with teachers. Um, <laughs> I've talked to some of my colleagues at other schools and they're having a really rough year. And every single one of us new, to, new tech teachers is like, this is like the best year I've ever had. Uh, um, our kids are like excited to be back in the classroom. They're excited to be learning. So I don't know. I think what we, I'm, I'm so lucky that I landed at this school Um, and I feel, you know, I feel like I'm a good, a big part of it that, you know, just like helping us keep the school, you know, out in the community relevant, doing really good work. Um, we have some amazing kids and we're looking for a new batch of amazing kids now. Like, you know, if you have a freshman, you know, uh, entering high school freshman next year, come check us out. Come see what we do. You could do, um, shadow days where you come in and or you could do tours, but yeah, see what we do. Um, I think you have to see it in hand, in first person. Absolutely. You have to interact with our students to see how well they communicate. Absolutely. Um, I can attest to that. As with the Impulse Forum years ago, doing live events, and then now you just, and thank you for yeah. inviting us into your class yeah. and letting us come in yeah, and record here because it's been, it's been inspiring and it's just uh, to, this is exactly what the Impulse Forum is all about is, uh, inspiring the kids, giving, getting them to create a vision for themselves, for their own future. And you're actually doing that and equipping students and everything like that. So we just appreciate you uh, inviting us into yeah, your class. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky to do what I do. So I, I, I'm pretty lucky to end up where I'm teaching at because it, it gives me a chance to do what I feel like I do best. So, All right. Great. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. That's awesome. 
The Impulse Forum is a production of Social Clicks Digital Marketing. To get your business dominating on the digital street, visit us online at socialclicks.com. That's socialklicks.com. Special thanks to our monthly mentor sponsors, Ed Carcary, General Manager of the Fuego Hot Hits at 97.1 FM in Santa Maria, and Dr. John Pruitt with Pruitt Vision of Grover Beach and the Vision Center of Santa Maria. This episode was written and directed by Kevin Colton and produced by Tim Motter. To become a sponsor of the Impulse Forum, visit us online at theimpulseforum.com. Now take the next step. Pursue the pulse today. Yeah.